This is Let's See What Happens, a free-form discussion to talk about anything and everything. If you don't want to be offended, don't listen. If you do want to be offended, there's a good chance you will be. I hope you like this one. Let's see what happens. So, uh, this is, I don't know what episode this is. I think it's episode 23, but I'm not sure. But, uh, I, uh, got a hold of my brother, uh, Logan, not the Logan from before. This is a different Logan. This one's actually blood. I've, so I've known him, uh, his whole life and, uh, he's been lucky enough to know me my whole, his whole life. I'm sure he's thrilled about it. No one would know it looking at him, but uh, he is my younger brother, and uh, this is your first time doing a podcast, right? It is, and I am very nervous. Uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, well, I I don't know why they're in my pants, but that's not. I mean, we can keep them there. Whatever makes you feel comfortable, but it's you not know, safe space. I don't yeah, know what to say. yeah. Well, that comes from growing up with me, but uh, yeah. So, um, like I said, on the battery on this phone, I don't know how much I got, but. We'll see how it goes here. Uh, so, um, it's been a while since I've recorded one of these, but uh, since we haven't done it, it has gotten significantly colder in Florida. This is the first recording, by the way, in the studio since it's been done. Well, it's not done done, but since it's been, you know, the walled off. So hopefully the sound quality is a little bit better. That's professional. Good job. First I guess guess I should have said silence your cell phones, but uh, you know it's okay, no big deal. We just have to edit everything out, yeah, but yeah. it's all good. So it's gonna be mostly editing this one because I still don't know what to do with my hands. I'm super nervous, so mm. let's stab right in. Don't be nervous. But uh, all right, so it's now probably the coldest it's been in Florida since. This is one of the coldest, like, cold spells that I remember in a while. That's what they've said, yeah. It's, I mean, I think they said 20 years. It's been oh, really? The coldest oh, see, it's I been didn't, in 20 years. Dang, I didn't even realize that. Because I remember vaguely, like, la- I think last year one time it got down to, like, the 30s or something. Like, it was low 40s. It might have hit, like, the high 30s. But, like, we've had a couple nights now where it's been stupid cold and you know what's crazy is i just heard the heard it for like the first time the other day on the radio i didn't even realize they were doing this now they're getting which maybe they've been doing it for a while so someone's probably like yeah jackass listen to the radio more but they were actually giving uh the in like inland temperature and then the temperature by the water because it's that much different and i i can believe it because down here where we're at it was literally like I left the house and it was like 46 yesterday in the evening. And then I got up to Sarasota and it was 54. Like it was almost a 10 degree difference just in that little bit of time and uh, or that little bit of distance. But just being there on the water makes a huge difference. That being said, though, the wind coming off the water was like it had to make it had to make up that 10 degree yeah, difference. I think that's the worst part is the wind. Yeah. The wind is what kills you. Yeah, I know. I, I sent a text to... Uh, Nick uh, up in Indiana and I said this is this is absolutely ridiculous I sent him a picture of my uh, dash 
this morning. It said 34. And I said, that this is absolutely ridiculous. And uh, he said, he sent me a thing and it was six, six degrees. And I said, I go, I don't feel sorry for you. I go, you choose to continue to live there when you know it gets like that. I go, I go, that's absolutely ridiculous. I've become accustomed and acclimated to a certain type of lifestyle and a certain type of weather. And my body can't handle this. I'm the victim. And that being said, I wonder what the high was going to be. 26? Yeah, no. Well, Amy sent me a picture the other day of her dash when she was like, because she was getting off of work. And it was, so it was like four in the morning. It was like negative 12. And I was like, well, I, again, I don't feel that bad for you because you keep living there. Yeah. Stop living there. See, that being said, I, I enjoy this weather. I am tickled pink. I love this weather. I'm sitting on my garage smoking a cigar, wearing jeans and a sweatshirt, and I'm super comfortable. That being said, if I live up there where it's negative 12, yeah, I'm not going into work. Yeah. I'm going to sit my ass at home and do nothing and smoke even more cigars and drink even more whiskey. Yeah, I suppose if... Like if you had nowhere to go, like you didn't have to go anywhere. You work from home. It probably wouldn't be terrible because you'd be like, oh, it's cozy inside. But like, ugh, nah, I still don't want to do it. I still, because there's other shit. Like you have to leave eventually. Correct. And yeah. that's like the worst part of the whole thing. Like actually having to leave your house. Like, cause, and I'm, I know a lot of people have them up there, but like the electric start so that you can like be defrosting yeah. your car. That would have to be, like I would, it would have to happen. I would have, and I remember uh, Uncle Al had it on like his, I don't know, '96 F250 like diesel truck. That, and I mean, he would fire that thing up, and it, you know, from way like, I remember he used to do that all the time. I thought it was hilarious because like, it was a nice truck, but like looking at that truck, you would not be like, oh, I bet he's got a, I bet he's got a keyless remote to start that thing. Like that just, it didn't fit the, uh, fit the, the look of the truck in any way. Well, so, uh, my girlfriend, she, as you know, she is 16 years older than me. Uh, a couple days ago where it was very cold, uh, we actually had ice on the vehicles again. She called me while I was still in the house. She was in the driveway and she goes, can you please come out here? And I went out there and I go, what's going on? She goes, what is wrong with my van? And I go, what are you talking about? It was making a weird sound. I go, well, did you, you know, half start it and let it kind of warm up a little bit and then start it? She goes, no. I go, that's probably something you should do. You shouldn't just go out and start your car up when it's freezing out, you know, because I know with my diesel truck, that was a thing. You had to go out. Yeah, I think that's more of just a diesel thing, though. I don't think that's regular vehicles. I was vehicles. told by dad when I first started driving that you should do that. It doesn't matter what you drive. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's kind of a thing for the motor to start warming up, you know, fluids start running, you know, kind of let the engine wake up before you start it. Hmm. Now, that may be bullshit. I'm sure yeah, I've be. only ever done that with diesels. That would probably be a straight question for any mechanic. Yeah, they, sure there's probably, there know. might be a mechanic listening right now being like, these two are what fucking retards. retards. Like, yeah, let the engine warm up. Like, what are they going to do, yoga? Like, good Lord. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, well, we both ran into it. Like, my work truck last night just died, like, mm -hmm. dead, dead. And it has two batteries in it. And it's, it was, I mean, it didn't turn over. Not, it was just done. And uh, managed to get it jumped. But, uh, yeah, and then 
you, you know, you called me a little bit ago and you're like, Hey, I'm stuck That's at the gas station. Right. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, the, uh, my truck's just dead. Thankfully it was just the battery. And but, I mean, it's, it's an older vehicle. It's a 97. So I was like, okay, it's either a battery or I need a new vehicle. Right. So something major. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, good. Just battery. I know that is, it sucks because Anytime, and I know you've had this too, where it's like when you have like a not so dependable vehicle, it's very like, you're like, oh God, please start. Like almost in the, it's almost like a subconscious thing. And then whether while you're driving or you're sitting at a light or something and it makes a noise and you're like, God, no, God, no. Or it shakes a little bit for whatever reason. Yeah. Or like, I used to think like it was bad. when ass starts sweating. Yeah. And like your light, the light, a light comes on on the dash and you're like, what the fuck? That lightning, like that's not even the Google it. Yeah, like well, lightning. I like it when like this the check engine light comes on and they can literally mean hundreds of different things and you're oh, just yeah. like, God damn it! So you know? my engine light came on and I had a busted tail or a bust yeah busted tail light was out. Really? And my engine light came on and I was like, Are you shitting me? So I actually took it to a friend of mine who was at the time a mechanic and he plugged it in and he goes, I I don't know. And I go, what do you mean you don't know? Yeah. He goes, I don't know. Well, I was pulling out of his shop and he calls me and goes, dude, you got a taillight out. I go, oh, okay. And he goes, bring it back. Okay. He changed it out and the engine light went off. That's crazy. See, that's ridiculous because. But with these newer 2020, I was like, okay. But a 19. Yeah, but they can't vehicle. make a separate light on the dash <laughs> to say you have. Like, yeah, it can, it, and it can just be a light. Mm-hmm. You know, like your high beam light, yep. but it could be like red to like, just be like, Hey, one of your lights is out. It, it can be for any of the lights, mm-hmm. but check your lights. Like one of your lights out instead of check engine. Well, it has no, it's not the engine. Why, I checked the engine. Right. I wasn't checking the lights. Yeah. That's, that's silly. And that's, that's one of my concerns with the new, um, like these new vehicles that have so much shit going on with them. That it's like, you're not, you know, I mean, Sarah's dad's been saying it forever. He's like, these things are like computers now. They're not, they're not like, mm-hmm. it used, it used to be like, you could take it to a mechanic and be like, Hey, it's making this noise or it's doing like a lot of times it wasn't a check engine light. It was something like you had to kind of recognize right. your vehicle that there was something Where not was right. From. Yeah. Where like you been. said, a vibration or a mm-hmm. whatever. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just. It's one of those things now where that's why I have no, I, I, I don't think I will ever like try to own a newer vehicle again. I'm just kind of like, eh. a vehicle is like, j- don't get me wrong. I take care of my vehicles. I'm not going to just trash it, but I'm saying like, I'm never going to like invest uh, any feelings or emotions towards my vehicle of liking it. Right. I'm just going to be like, that's ah, just a view. And you know, people make fun of me for the minivan. I like the minivan in the sense that it's very practical, mm-hmm. especially with having the kids and, but for everything, like I, I mean, dude, I've got, I sent you that picture the one time I brought freaking drywall yep. home. And I mean, I listen, it's a very practical vehicle, but I'm not, I'm over trying to look cool. Not that I ever was cool, but I'm just saying like, I'm, there's no, there's no attempt being made of yeah. like, oh, this, this vehicle's not cool looking. Yeah, I don't right. give a shit. I don't care. Um, okay. As long as it gets me from point. I would rather have a reliable vehicle that looks like crap, 
but I know it's going to get me from point A to point B consistently. That I'm good with that. That's right. fine. I don't need some fan like a, a nice ass truck that I see. Like I'll see a nice truck and I'll be like, I can still appreciate that. Like, yeah. oh man, that's a nice looking truck. Like those Ford Raptors, those look badass. I've seen some of the new Broncos that look great. Some of them look like shit. Like, I'm not a fan. well, there it's a certain package that looks good. It's like a, I think it's called the. Bigfoot or the Sasquatch Bronco? Another SUV. Mm. Some of them I've seen look pretty good. Like if they've if they got the right package on them, and then someone's put like some tires, done a little, done a little bit to them, they look pretty cool. But I also feel the same way about the. I I don't remember the actual name of the, the Jeep truck. I know that sounds retarded, but the Jeep truck. Oh, those Wranglers that have the bed now or whatever. Well, I mean they are a Wrangler body. I forget what that's called too. It's not a uh, gladiator. Is that it? Is it a gladiator or a renegade? I can't remember. I don't know. Renegade actually sounds right. I don't Anyways, think. I don't know. Who cares? Just plain Jane off the lot. Oh, it looks look terrible. Oh yeah. You put some good tires on that. I've seen some good ones. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm like, listen, either get a jeep for a jeep or get a truck. I know. I I'm conflicted there because I'm like. I think if I wanted a truck that was kind of four mm-hmm. by four-ish, I would go with the Tacoma. Yeah. Like I would go, okay, give me the Tacoma because I, I love, oh, yeah. that is one of the few trucks that like from when I was very young all the way till now, I still like the looks of them. Like it still looks really good. There's so many that the body styles change slightly and kind of like, eh, I don't like that anymore. But Coma's kept it, kept it tight, you know, and I like that, but I agree. I think if you're going to get a Jeep, get a jeep that's why i even have and i'm not trying to bash on anybody out there that has this but i like the i think if i were to get a wrangler it'd be a two-door wrangler like it would i get the practice but i'm saying if i'm going to get a jeep i'm not getting it to be practical because there's nothing practical about a jeep if you think about it like it's not it's not good gas mileage. It's not like it's not aerodynamic in any way. Not like really even that comfortable to sit in. Right. Well, and it's not like uh, you're not getting it to be like because even like you said, stock off the line, four wheel drive Jeep. You're not really doing that much four wheel driving with that bad boy. Like even down here in Florida, where there's not like mountains and shit, you need something that can do some mud. Like you're gonna have to do some stuff to it. So again, it's not practical to buy a Jeep thinking. Oh, this will be. This is going to be a practical. Right. No, it's not practical. You're getting a Jeep because it's a Jeep. Like that's what you want. So again, if I were to ever down the line be able to buy a Jeep, I would probably get like just the two door Wrangler. Like, and I'm not gonna lie, it would be my quote unquote like my toy. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, hold my beer, watch this. I bet I can drive through that ditch. If you spill my beer, I'm going to be mad that you spilled my beer. Yeah. Well, not, not, not too, yeah, not too much in the Jeep <laughs> because I'll have that bitch rhino liner sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to probably the only top that'll be on it is one of those like bikini tops yeah. over just the first two, just to not get sun on you, yeah. but not to like oh, yeah. actually block anything. So I don't know. That's just how, but now that being said, some of those Jeeps that they do up that are like, it's got the tent on top and the different oh, yeah. stuff. Like dude, they're looking into that, dude. There's uh, one of the guys on the team. He has one, and he's he's a total he's a Jeep fag, man. He is just gear queer at heart for oh, the yeah. Jeep, and I get it because you can do anything mm-hmm. and everything. And he's just like, I know, I know that he has jerked it to a Jeep photo before. Like 
probably to his own Jeep. Like uh, Eight Crazy Nights, you remember that with Adam Sandler where he's making love to the car? Yeah, this guy has done that for sure. Like I have no doubts. So that being said, with the whole the tent thing on top or whatever, because I, I have a Tahoe, I would love to do that. Now, a few years I, ago, I, I think you might. Truck. I think you might exceed the weight limit, though. God. How long have we been doing this? It oh, took yeah. you way longer than I thought it would. Fifteen so minutes in, actually, fifteen fifty-three. So Man. almost I'm, I'm sixteen minutes. I'm proud of you, but still yeah. very hurt. Yeah. Listen. I, Listen. I, no I, one's I, safe. No I one's need, safe. It's I a, need to give me one of those handicap stickers so okay. I can park closer. It's a grandeur issue. Slightly overweight. Yeah. Well. You know, I mean, overweight. All the weight is in my beard and my penis, so you know. Overweight, obese. Okay. Well, listen. Well, listen. If you parked further away, you would walk more, and then thereby be being more. Yeah, because you're heavier. If you get lighter, you won't have those issues. Listen, I, I'm not fat. I'm just right. out of shape. Right. There's a difference. Huh. Oh, this ought to be good. No, go ahead, doctor. Listen, What's the difference I, between I fat be... and out of shape? Okay. Uh huh. Out of shape is I could still go for a run, but I choose not to because I'd rather sit on the couch and smoke a cigar. Fat is I cannot physically run. Mm, I, 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 mean, I disagree. Like, I've seen some fat people listen, run. In my college experience, <laughs> that is what that means. And I have never been to college i went to usf to see you and that's yeah. about it right so that is my college experience just to clear that up right and uh to to see a fat person run i agree that it's upsetting but it can be done but it's also funny because normally they fall and let's be honest right. fat people falling is the best i know you know what's crazy about that is so fat people falling i think is like a result of more of their injuries than anything else oh, yeah. like that like physically that's wrong with them a lot of their injuries because they fell or they tried to catch themselves or whatever and you have to think like all that weight coming down on like their arm or their elbow Inertia. right like you you know you see like these really heavy people and they've got like a cast on their foot and you're thinking what could they have possibly been doing to break their ankle and it's like they were just walking that's it. They were just walking. They fell. And there was just so much weight that came. And like, they maybe maybe didn't even fall. Just like stepped off a curb. And rolled, rolled their, their ankle. ankle. But it was 400 pounds. Of rolling. Uh, yeah. And like, good God, man. Like, that's a lot of weight. Like, you would think that, and like, people don't realize that. As it's like, your bones don't really get any bigger to accommodate your fatness. Right, your bones are still your bones. Like if a fat person dies and we just leave him out in the yard and he rots away, his bones are going to be the same size as if I die in the yard and you let me rot away. My bone, our bones are relatively close to the same size, so that whole like big bone thing is complete bullshit. Like for the most part, like if you're fat, you're fat, and it's all this excess because you can lose that. It's not like when you lose it. Like say you're fat and you lose a bunch of weight. It's not like your bones are getting skinnier. That's not happening. Like. It, it's just not. So I have a question. You say the big bone thing isn't a real thing. What about midgets? Well, I think they're... What do you mean? 
Like, like look at their heads. Look at I mean, yeah, but that's because their their bones are shaped differently. I don't think it necessarily means their bones are like now because they're shorter. Maybe their bones are denser. That could be. I don't know. I but I also know. Well, I know that there's certain uh, like I don't know what it's called. It's uh, uh, I don't mean to. I don't want to talk badly about because I don't know what they're called, but the different, like different uh, types of midgets, I guess. Like, cause there's some that are like, they're classified in different ways. Right. But I, the one I remember, like the, the dwarf, like the smallest one of the midgets. Again, I know we're probably supposed to be saying small people. Listen, I'm all so. getting into midgets. I mean, I have some things to say. I love midgets, but if you don't want to go down the trail, that's okay. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't because, well, one, I haven't been drinking enough, but two, what it, how cra- how crazy would it be all the shit we've said on this podcast in the past and like there's just a revolt of midget like because I like midget hate speech oh, but yeah. I'm just saying uh, the ones that are like the, the 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 really tiny ones those are the ones that usually have things that are wrong with their bones I'm pretty sure because right. like their joints and stuff aren't made the same Do or like know, shaped uh, the same way. Hez, Hezbollah, the little Russian. Oh yeah, the UFC guy. Is, is he that technically a midget, or is that like a whole other thing? I think that might be a whole other thing. That's like a. Uh, I was seeing that the other day. They were like, "Oh, he's a funny little Russian midget," and I was like, "I don't think." I don't he's think a he's midget. a midget. That's a. Uh, I think that's a disease. I think that so makes too. him like that. Um, it's not like Benjamin Button, but it's similar no, yeah. in the sense of like, I forget what it's called. But uh, probably something I can't. I don't know. We could probably look it up instead of sounding like a couple of idiots. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh, they also there's. So I've heard this that there is. Um, I don't know what it would be called. Maybe probably not sizes sizeism. I don't know. But uh, there's midgets that are like against other types of midgets. Like, have you ever heard the oh, yeah, heard thing that. where like. Darker black people are racist against like lighter skinned black people. people. Don't like black people. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's the same with midgets. In like, there are certain types of midgets. Really? I, I saw this on like an episode of like CSI or something. It was really weird because it was like, so the ones that look like you were talking about, like they have the, the like a bigger, bigger skull, head, yeah. right? And then there's ones that are like pretty much they look right. no. I don't want to say normal in the sense that like they look their uh, their size is more congruent with the rest of their body. Like their, yeah. their arms kind of match more mm-hmm. accurately with their torso and their legs. They're just shorter. Yeah. And I forget what it's called, but um, what was that guy? What's that guy's name? Uh, the, the one you were talking about from the UFC, the Russian Hezbollah. kid. Oh I gosh. I have no idea how to spell it. I, here's, I'm going to tell everyone else when I'm typing in, uh, I'm going to put midget UFC Russia. and see uh, what pops up here. Oh, look. First thing that pops up. There brutal dwarf fight. Um, Dude, if they actually run with that. I'm, I oh, Russian that. dwarfs rise up in anger over mini mi- MMA mayhem. Yeah, there's two of them. Oh, boy. Two of them like, go back and forth. They're always like trying to fight each other at UFC events and stuff like that. And, so is he related to Khabib? Because his last name is Megmadov or whatever. Like that's kind of. He's related to one of the Russian UFC fighters who trains with Khabib. Yes, but I don't think he's actually related to Khabib. That's crazy. 
Hasba. I uh, I listened to this comedian on my podcast. Or I'm sorry, podcast, not uh, Pandora. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember his name, but he's a he's a midget comedian, and everywhere he goes, outside of where he's performing, there's always like a midget uh, crowd, like not wanting him to perform, because they they're like, you keep saying midget in your shows, and it's offensive. I, I, I listened to one of his uh, stand-ups and I've also watched like videos on him numerous times the midgets have said because you say midget in your act it's like saying the n-word oh give me I saw this comedian that yeah. did that and he's like he no it it's not and he goes like, he also he gets letters all the time yeah people threaten him all the time it's like no you were never enslaved yeah, well, but the thing is, though, is like, you know how I know it's not as bad? Because you well, you're, say it. You're, yeah. <laughs> what, what was, whose bit was that? Was that um, Louis C.K.? or? No, um, it's, it's the midget comedian. Like, he said that in his stand-up. Oh, course. yeah. Um, uh, interviews and stuff God, about it. Brad, is it Brad, Brad Smith? Yes, I want to say Brian. But I, I think it's like Brad Smith or something. Something like that. Yeah, and he's like, Brad. Yeah, that. and he's like. He's like, you know how I know it's not as bad? Because we're saying it. Yeah. But if you watch like, that, ha- that Hasbulla guy is only 18 years old. He's oh, 18. Man, he looks rough. I, I thought he was going to be in like his 30s or something. No, he was born in 2003. It's not clear when his exact birthday is. But they don't take, keep track of shit yeah, like that over right, there. Though. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's he made it. Important. The boy lived another year, you know? I mean, if we're talking about back in the Spartan days, he would not have made it. They would have threw him over a cliff. Oh my gosh, that! Wh- hang on, I want to see what it's called though. Like what his? I just think it's funny if you watch the videos of him and the other small guy. Anytime they're talking to each other, their voices it sounds like they're high on helium. Yeah, and they're just going back and forth, and they're like trying to throw these like little leg kicks and stuff. And I'm sorry, but it's just so adorable. <laughs> like the life-size guys that are with them are laughing their asses off because they're separating them. And it's like two toddlers trying to literally fight each other. Right. It's, just, it's hilarious. I saw the one where the one guy kept, again, I, I don't speak Russian, but the one guy like kept pointing to his watch. And then it, they had subtitles right after. And they were like, uh, you're broke. You don't have money. You know, this watch is worth more than your whole life and stuff like that. I'm like, man. They're cut deep. Like, <laughs> so angry. I mean, if you're that small too and you have to smell farts all day, I guess you're going to be angry too. <laughs> so yeah. it says that his condition, it says, there's despite no confirmation of the specifics of his condition, he is believed to have a form of dwarfism that is also likely to be what caused him to have a higher pitch in his voice. His bull's height is thought to be around one meter tall and estimated weight at 16 kilograms. I like how they put in parentheses on this thing that I'm reading. 2.5 stones. Oh, okay. That cleared it up for me. It's stones. I mean. Yeah, right. This it's is like, America. I know, right? I, but we are the, we are the shitheads of the world. <laughs> Everyone else does it yep. in kilograms and kilometers. And we're the jackasses that are like, oh, miles and pounds. Well, we're, I mean, we're. The big kids on the well, what's weird though is why did we choose to call it pounds? Because like pounds in England is money. Right. I wonder why we did that. Well, Maybe like we weigh as much as your money. No, that doesn't make sense. It makes, sense. makes I don't more know. sense to me when they say stones because stones are heavy. 
Right, uh, but that's I, two stones. that's like Ireland and Wales, I think, and like yeah. Scotland. They do stones. That part makes sense, but like, yeah, I don't know. Pounds, I think like pounds was probably representative of maybe gold. Like how many pounds I of gold someone's worth? Everything down to the American way, and then we'll all be on the same page. Mm-hmm. There'll be less fighting. Oh, I'm sure China will get right on that. They're gonna they're, do. They're too smart for their own good. They're gonna end up killing each other. So who cares? I don't know if they're too smart for their own good, but they're they're definitely smarter than this. I heard. Uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan yesterday, which we can get into that. But uh, the Jordan Peterson was on, and he was saying that um, China came out with our China every year produces more engineers than America has every year. Like, so that's not in comparison to how many America produces. That's how many engineers we have, like new ones and old. Every year for like the past, I think he said for the past three to five years, they've like new engineers have come out of China, not come out of, but you know what I mean? Like are now engineers in China that we like total amount that we have like is that insane that's an insane number because let's say and he didn't say the exact number but let's say hypothetically let's say it's let's say it's a thousand let's say that every year china produce which obviously there's more engineers than that in america but i'm saying so every year china is producing a thousand more engineers than we like I guess 1,000 is probably not a good number. Let's say 10,000. So let's say in all of America, there's 10,000 engineers. And say every year we add in, I don't know how many graduate from a college every... So like, let's say you're adding another 10,000. Just that, that yeah, that's probably not the right numbers, but let's say that is. China is matching that every year of what we have total. Like already, like what we already have and the new ones. That's, I mean, think about those... That's an insane number. That's what I mean, though, their technology, from what I've read and what I've heard, yes, I do read, shut up. <laughs> their technology is pretty far ahead of ours, so it makes sense to a point, yes. Well, that's a little risky. Um, yeah, but the thing is, is I, I think, and Jordan Peterson said this, too, is he said, he goes, you know, they're... Um, it's not so much that their technology is like far superior to ours. It's just if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, if there's that many more people that are engineers that are creating stuff, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's, you know, from a architectural standpoint or uh, electrical or whatever it is, like engineers, I mean, that fits into a wide range of things. He goes, it's ultimately beneficial for everybody because there's that much more knowledge being put out into the world. Oh, okay, that that makes sense. But if you think about like, in general, the amount of their knowledge, Mm -hmm. like skyrocketing in comparison to ours, apparently what he was saying is like, they are still, um, they're not as, what's the right word? They're not as, not inventive, but... um, creative 
as us in the sense of their engineering, right? They're not as creative because they, they, for one, they create a lot of things that we either want or need or like we push it towards them because it's cheaper to have it made over there. But so they're not that's, focused on making their own stuff, right? But event, I mean, eventually that'll change. Yeah. Like they'll start they're going get sick of it. Right. Well, not even get sick of it. They'll, they'll, you know, it's creating, I mean, because again, you got to remember, it's kind of communist rule over there in a sense to where, yes, there's some, some flexibility in the sense of like, yes, you can have a, you know, someone can make wages, but again, they're making the cheapest wages, you know, and I don't know. It's very, I'm not going to pretend that I understand all of it because I don't, but, uh, you have to listen to the podcast to get more information from it, but it's very Joe good. Rogan? Yeah, Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, which we were talking a little bit before we started recording about how um, this they're doing this thing right now, which for those that haven't seen, uh, some jackass songwriter or whatever, uh, what or song Neil some, something I don't remember. is it Neil Young? Does that sound right? It might have been Neil Young. I don't know. Whatever his dumbass name is. Um, he's on this kick, a bunch of them are on this kick right now of, oh, um, we're going to pull our, I, they want their music pulled off Spotify because, uh, Joe Rogan is advocating anti-COVID or false COVID information, which like I told you, first off, how the fuck do you know that it's false? Because Regardless of what side of this you're on, which I think it's insane that there's a side. It's like, who gives a shit? But regardless of what side you're on, the reality is um, you don't like you can find information to back up whatever side you're on. So you can't technically say that it's false information because you don't technically know, you know, and that's well, but that's the thing, though, is that's how you know, call it whoever you want, the the elusive they that's keeping us all divided. It's like, yeah, they're doing that for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like if we're bickering amongst ourselves, we're not going to fight them. Like we're not going to overthrow them. We're not going to say, hey, you guys are all fucking retards. Get out of here. They're distracting us with that bullshit so they can really do what they want. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're it's not paying attention to what they're and actually doing. I think honestly for the most part, I think the vast majority on both sides of the aisle know that. I think they do. I think they, whether they want to admit, some of them may be less likely to admit it, but I think in general, most of them know, oh, this is this is a scam in some way or another. And they may be thinking of it in the opposite way. Like these idiot, you know, whatever you want to call them, right side, Republicans, whatever, they're purposely, trying to say that there's no COVID just to get us mad so that we're distracted from what they're actually trying to do. Like, that's what I mean is I think they see it also, but they see it as, you know, I think it's more or less just to keep us all divided regardless. But I think the, what I was telling you, the part that I find the most amusing is how this jackass, whoever he is, I don't care if he's, if it was Michael Jackson, or Mick Jagger, like someone that's actually popular and has a bunch of songs. I've never even heard of this guy. And granted, I'm not a big like music guy. Right. So maybe he is very popular. I don't think so. I think I still probably would have heard of him. I don't, listen, you can, and like I told you, 
I think they could probably take every every song off Spotify that he's ever even listened to, and they're still not going to touch the revenue stream mm-hmm. that Rogan brings in. Oh, yeah. There's no way. Like Spotify doesn't pay Rogan like give Rogan a hundred million dollars to exclusively host his content because you know he's in. Yeah, I get, guarantee you he's not in competition with Neil Young. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to bet. Big money that Neil Young's not getting a check anywhere near that from Spotify, if at all. Like, that's the other thing is like, it's not even his, like, it's not like he puts it on Spotify. It's, I'm sure he gets some sort of royalty from the record company or record label that put it, like, allowed it on Spotify. Mm -hmm. So for him to be like, oh, I want it taken down because of this fault. Okay, fine. Take it down. Like, no one. more room for Joe Rogan. Yeah, no one gives two shits. It just blows my mind. Here's what it comes down to me. I I know your previous podcast you've talked about. I know we've talked about it personally. Whether you're a singer, actor, athlete, whatever. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you believe in. Shut your mouth. Sing the song. Play the game. Be an actor. I don't care. I don't want to know what you think. Entertain me. You have no... I pay you to sing the song. Right. To play in the movie. To play the game. That's all I want to hear. That's all I want. Shut your mouth and just do what you're paid to do. Right. And some people are, oh, well, you know, so-and-so, I care what they... Why? You think they give a shit about what you mm-hmm. think? And do you think... It, it, listen, this even goes as, goes to Rogan as well. Like, yes. him too. He talks like he's... He wants some utopian society. And he wants everyone to be... Listen, man. The f- You have... We know of for sure that he has a hundred million, right? So the fact that you even have that money, and he's even said it on his podcast. He's like, I got, he goes, it's different when you have fuck you money and you can do whatever the fuck you want. That being said, you cannot relate to the average person. You just, you can't. And it's of no fault of his own in regards to like, he worked very hard. I, I have no doubt that he was poor. Mm-hmm. And I know he's talked about before when he was a kid and how he was on, they were on, uh, not assisted living, uh, like welfare and stuff. And great, man. Like, I I can appreciate that you came from humble beginnings. I, I have no issue with that. But for you to say some of the things you say, it's like, dude, you don't know. You have yeah. no fucking clue what you're talking about. really clouds everything where you don't you after a while you start losing right that thought process yes well you know know, and one of the perfect examples is when and he is a very generous he seems like a very generous person which is awesome but like one of the things that he does that like i don't know why it bothers me a little bit and it's not again no fault of his own people will just give him stuff Mm -hmm. which obviously they're trying to promote their company i understand that but in the same token, it's like, of all the people to give it to, that guy could afford to pay you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, I've heard him where he's had certain things where he's like, oh, I'll get you some of that before you leave. Like, you know, he's got a fucking warehouse full of just shit that people. And again, that's not his fault. Yeah. But I'm saying him being like a recipient of like just that generosity, it changes his perspective of that doesn't happen to a lot of people. Like, I don't get, uh, I, I know on it's his company, so obviously he has a different stake in that, but I'm trying to think of like one of his sponsors where he's like, 
yeah, yeah, I'll get you some. And it's like, whatever, it's uh, athletic greens or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, he probably does have a stockpile of it to where, like, do you think that he has ever paid for a Jocko energy drink? If not, if nothing more than to just maybe help out his friend. But I'm saying like, do you think he ever has to like worry about, oh man, does the fridge have Kill Cliff in it or whatever? And again, not saying that he hasn't earned that or deserved that. I'm just saying, like you said, money-wise and with that stuff, it clouds your perspective because you don't fully grasp normal everyday life. You know what I mean? And I think it was a very, I think two really good things happened to him. One, he moved to Texas. And two, that whole CNN thing where they were basically saying that he was lying about, uh, uh, what's the horse medicine? The F. Ever, ever nectol, ever, whatever. Did you hear about that? I did not hear about that. Hang on a second. Let me get this stupid. Sorry about that. My tough guy, French bulldog was, you know, flexing his shit to the people that are building behind us. But uh, no, so he went on, like he posted a video. I think it was like on his Instagram or something. It wasn't even like he posted it to like a big, you know, media outlet in the sense of like, he was trying to make news. He just said, hey, I started feeling sick. I took a bunch of stuff, which he takes a bunch of vitamins and everything anyways. Oh, yeah. I can't and, his medicine yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's a very, and he works out really hard yeah. and he's a very healthy guy. Like he eats like exclusively meat that he has hunted and killed. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, he's a healthy son of a bitch and anyone that looks at him or knows anything about him knows that, right? Well, one of the things that he got prescribed was this, Evan Nectar or Evan, I, I know I'm saying it wrong. People can light me up on messages, whatever. I don't care. You, everyone knows what I'm talking about, but it's like a horse dewormer, dewormer thing. But it's used not just for that. It's yeah. been used for a bunch of other stuff like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like yellow yellow fever or river fever? Yellow river fever? I don't know. Something like that. And it's, uh, I mean, it's been used for a long time. Like it's not just exclusively horse dewormer or whatever it is for, for the horses. And, he said, like, I use this in conjunction with a bunch of other stuff. And this, again, this was something that was prescribed to him because basically he contacted his doctor as soon as he was feeling sick. And he had already had something set up in place for, hey, if I get sick, this is the course of action I'm going to take. Because he knew that it was probably inevitable because he was out doing tour and, you know, all this stuff. Well, CNN, like, lit him up claiming that, He's trying to get people to take horse dewormer and he's he's lying and all this because his big thing that he made the video, he's like, because he was only sick for like two or three days and then he was fine and he was completely back to health, like full health, like, you know, running and, you know, working out and all that stuff. He said he just felt run down for a couple of days and he's like, I'm telling you, this stuff works. He's like, he did like the uh, antibody thing, the numb, nomenclature, okay. antibodies, whatever that is. Again, I know I'm probably not saying a lot of this properly, but... He was doing a lot of this, right? And um, CNN, like, that's when they started this whole, like, uh, false COVID information. And who cares? Yeah. Well, they said that's the problem, though, is they're trying to say because he reaches so many people and his content is so widely spread. And it's like, well, yeah, but he's not, nothing he said was a lie. That's the part that's killing me is it's like, 
wait a second, instead of you getting upset about him changing your narrative, which again, can we acknowledge for a second, the narrative for at least the last almost year has been clearly that they don't know. They clearly, they didn't know from the beginning, but they really have like almost come right out and said, yeah, we're not sure. It's a changing thing. Oh, okay. So stop telling me what to do then. You can make your suggestions. That's fine. But stop telling me what I do, what I can and cannot do. In reality, people will listen to him if they want to. They'll log in. They'll however they decide to listen to him. That's on them. It's not like he's going and knocking on people's doors and telling them, hey, this is what you need to do. And even if he was, Jehovah Witnesses do that. And it doesn't mean we're all Jehovah Witnesses. guess what? They wake me up at 7 o'clock in the morning on my day. Guess what? Don't knock on my freaking door. Yeah. Who cares? You're choosing to listen to to Joe Rogan. You don't have to choose to do that. Turn them off. Just like you don't have to choose to listen to Fauci or Biden or anyone that these people get all so worked up about. It's like, hey, don't watch Fox News if you don't like what they're saying. Don't watch CNN if you don't. Yeah, you don't have to like this stuff. But what's crazy is like that. So kind of like to go back to what we were talking about is like those two things happening, I think, opened Rogan's eyes significantly Mm -hmm. to what's really going on because he realized Oh, they're coming after, like he kind of, I think he's one of those people that he always wants to assume the best in people. Like, because he's in a place where in general, when he deals with people, they're good to him. They're nice to him. They're friendly to him. That's great. Most of the time, that's not the case. Right. Like I can tell you doing what I do, in general, people, I don't want to say in general, like the majority of the time, but I would say a lot of the time people suck and like they're especially towards other people. Mm -hmm. Like every once in a while I'll get like a, a a reassurance that like, okay, humanity is not dead. Like there is certain things. Like I, I, we found a little girl the other night, like that she was like three or four, like severely autistic, but she had been like, it was probably only like 10:30 at night and like saw and it was in a neighborhood and some lady like kind of like saw out her window saw some movement and there was like a little girl like looking in her window well this girl was which can we whoa how creepy would that be for a second but I would have peed a little bit right so she's like the kid was pretty severely autistic like you could tell but uh uh she had clearly wandered out she wasn't she didn't have a lot of speech uh, so we had no idea where she came from. So I actually went to try to do a reverse track to try to find where she came from. No luck. Uh, it was a very like busy neighborhood. Like there was a lot of foot traffic, a lot of dogs walking around and stuff. So wasn't able to do it. And plus we didn't know how long she'd been wandering. Like we didn't know she might have been out an hour. She might have been out five minutes. We didn't, there was really no, because that lady and none of the neighbors knew who she was. So she was obviously not from like one of the close neighbors. But I had the thought after I did the track and then funny thing, I was like, not just because she's autistic, but also a kid, but like maybe there was something about the house that looked familiar to her because yeah. there was like a blue door, like the, the front door is blue. Right. There was a motorcycle in the driveway and you could see Christmas lights like on the Christmas tree inside. So we were like, well, maybe the Christmas lights attracted her or maybe she thought it was her house because there's Christmas. So yeah, the blue door, the motorcycle. So like I was driving all around the neighborhood, knocking on doors that fit any one of those descriptions. If they had a motorcycle in their driveway, if they had a blue door, if they had 
lights in the window, like all these things just because I was like, eh, maybe, you know, and I must have woke up. And again, I mean, it wasn't super late, but it was probably pushing midnight and it was a weekday. Yeah. And um, I bet I woke up at least five or six different people and every single one of them was not only not upset, but concerned about, cause I explained why I woke them up and they're like, Oh my gosh. And they actually were like, well maybe, you know, check a couple houses down. They have some kids, you know, like they were helpful right. and it kind of like, okay, people mm-hmm. aren't pieces of shit. You know what I mean? Like nobody entered the door. Like what the, do you want I don't like, give a crap. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody like I got work in the morning. Nobody, yeah. not one person answered mm-hmm. that way, which I thought was really cool. And especially since none of them knew who she was, right. you know? So again, some faith in humanity restored flip side of that. I go to another call like, uh, like Friday night and this lady called in about, Oh, it just came in as a call. This dude punched me in the face. Okay, show up. Very like like nicely dressed, you know, like not a not a scumbag in any way. Like nicely dressed. She wasn't drunk. She wasn't, you know, whatever. She's like, yeah, he punched me in the face. And she did. She had like a little knot on her and I'm like on her cheekbone and excuse me, a bruise. And it's like, well, what you know, what happened? And well, he punched me in the face. He's hit me before and blah blah blah. And make contact with him and he's drunk. And they're in like a parking lot of a it's a gas station near a bar. So like he was at, the, she said like he was at the bar, blah, blah, blah. Like I was worried about him because he didn't text me that he got home okay. I came, checked on, and then he followed me out to my car and punched me in the face. Huh, okay. Like I, I, I've been doing this for a little bit. Like I feel like there's definitely parts of this story missing, especially when I talk to him and he's bleeding from his mouth, has like a cut on his arm and his shirt looks like he'd been in a fight. And he's drunk. He's really drunk. And I'm like asking him what happened. He's like, oh, you know, she was upset with me because I went to the bar, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but it's it's fine. And I'm like, why are you bleeding? And he's like, oh, well, you know, he goes, I don't know. I didn't know I was bleeding. And I'm like, and like you could tell he was trying to just like, that's eh, whatever. Move on. Well, there was clearly something else going on there because I like poked a little more. And he's like, he's like, well, she, you know, we kind of got into like a, you know, she might've just like hit, like brushed me in the face or something. Hmm. Okay. So I go and talk to her again and she was talking to another deputy and I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out why he's bleeding. And she's like, well, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, we might've got, and she's like, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. I want to be done with this. Like, I just want to go home. I only called you guys cause I wanted him to stop following me. And I was like, well, you can't just go home because now we're trying to figure out what exactly happened because you both have injuries. Yes. I go, you guys, yeah, I go, so like what actually happened? And like basically like prodding, she's like, she goes, well, we were fighting over the bat. I go, what bat? Like we're, there there had been no mention of a bat prior to this. Like we're, we're 15, <laughs> 20 minutes into this, you know, she talking goes, to that. She's like, she's like, well, we were fighting over the bat. I go, what bat? And she goes, well, he took the bat from me. I go, why did you have a bat? She goes, well, my son plays baseball. Like, that's the explanation. Like, oh, oh your son okay. plays baseball. Yeah, I walk around with a bat too. I get it. You know, my kid plays Little League. I go, I go, I'm still confused. 
Like, I feel like we're def- definitely, we yeah. Like I don't, I don't understand. And she goes, well, he was following me. And I go, yeah, that part I'm kind of confused on too. Here. Yeah. I said that I go, but I, that's the part that I'm confused on. You said you came to check on him. And she goes, well, yeah, he had dropped me off. We went to dinner and then he dropped me off and he was going home. And when he didn't answer my text, I got worried. And I know he always comes to this bar. So I came to check on him and I go, so then when you saw he was here, why didn't you leave? Like you knew where he was then. And she's like, oh, so now I'm in trouble for letting a loved one, like I'm just supposed to let him drink and drive. And I go, he was at a bar. He wasn't drinking and driving. Like, and if, and I go, and if, I go, and if you were worried about him, couldn't you have just given him a ride home? She goes, oh, like I'm going to get in a car with him after we were fighting. I go, oh, so you were fighting prior to this. Like the, the story and like a lot of people don't. And she said to me, she goes, this is why no one calls the cops. And I go, I go, because we're doing like, we're doing an investigation. Like, yeah. And I said, I go, you called us. And she goes, she goes, yeah, I called you. To get him to stop following me. And I go, but how is he bleeding? That's the part where there's confusion. And now there's a bat involved. And she goes, well, I had the bat because of my kid plays Little League. And he followed me out to my car. So I got the bat out. And I said, where was the bat at? And she goes, in the back seat. And I go, so you were able to open the door and get the bat out. And she goes, well, yeah. And then he kept coming at me. So I hit him in the chest with it. And I said, so you, like, she like popped him in the chest, like with the blunt end yeah. of it not like swung it she just like popped him with it like a right. uh, you know a butt stroke and like i was like so you hit him with it and she goes yeah and then he grabbed it and was trying to take it from me and i guess that may have been when i like grabbed his mouth and he hit me and i go oh, okay there we go like now i feel like maybe we've gotten to the the root of the story and she's like what do you mean and i go well you've changed like your story significantly changed totally from when we changed. first got here and she goes no, it didn't. And I go, are you being for real right now? <laughs> I go, when we first got here, the only part of the story we knew was he hit me in the face. That was it. I thought I was showing up and you were like walking through the parking lot. And some dude just randomly came out and cold cocked you. That is not what happened. You skipped about I go, five minutes. Yeah, I go, listen, in the story you just told me, you're the primary aggressor. You hit him with a bat. And then when he tried to stop you from hitting him again with the bat, you grabbed him in the face. And he hit you to get him off of him. So if any, and sure shit, she ended up going, we ended up taking her to jail. Like, and she was so, she was, she was motherfucking us. She was upset. And I'm like, I go, do you really not? I go, I go, I'm being, listen, I'm not trying to, I go, you know, I have no dog in this fight, right? Like I have, I, I get nothing out of this. And she goes, I called you. And I go, yeah, I know. But when we get here, we have to do an investigation if a crime occurred. Just like if there was no one bleeding, no marks on anyone, we would still get both stories, but we can also recognize when a story is incomplete. And she's like, she goes, and she's yelling past me at the dude, like who's across the parking lot. She's like, <laughs> you need to go get whatever her kid's name was. And, and I was like, and then she says to us, she's like, who's going to take care of my kid? And I, and the other deputy, it was really good on him. He goes, he goes, well, didn't you just tell him to go take care of him? Like, do you not want him to go with him? And she goes, no. And he goes, well, then why did you just tell him to go take care of him? She goes, well, I would prefer he's not the one taking care of him. And we go, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, and, and this is what I mean. And this is like people think that like cops are just like she said, like, oh, you guys are assholes or you're useless or whatever it is. And it's like, hang on a second. Like 
again, I tell people this probably more often than I, it's one of those, you know, those phrases that you're like, oh, I never thought I would say that. This is a phrase that I didn't think that I would have, like as being a cop, I never thought I would have to say so often, but I have to say almost every time I make contact with someone who doesn't want to tell me what's going on, it's fine. I don't care. I don't need you. I, nobody wants you. What I, and I go, you do know I didn't just magically appear here. Like I'm not just driving around and I go, let's see what's going on in this apartment and knock on the door and they have to answer. This isn't like the Gestapo. I'm not like, hey, open your door. What are you guys doing? That's never once happened in the time. I mean, I've been doing this 12 years. I've never once done that. I go there because there's a call. Like whether they called or someone else called because they thought there was a crime occurring. Like... That it, it just blows my mind how often I've had to tell people. Well, it's people think they can get away with stuff if they, you know, she calls the cops because she basically wants you to jam him up, but then you actually do your job and she's mad because you did your job. You know, I get people who come in who get mad at me because I did my job because they can't pass the background check. You know? We should clarify. Logan works at a gun store. Yes, I work at a, a gun range, gun gun store. Yes, um, get people on there all the time. Who I will give you a perfect example. We had a guy who wanted to buy a gun, couldn't pass the background check, so we required that if you get a no before we basically give you your money back, you have to appeal it. Once you appeal it and you get the letter, if the letter comes back and says no, you can't have a gun. We give you your money back. It's basically our way. What's the money? The money's to pay for the background check? For the gun. Because we don't run a background check unless you're in the process of buying a gun. Because, oh, oh, again, oh. we get people come in. Oh, I, I want to see if I can pass a background check. No, I'm not wasting my time. Going. Right. You got to actually put money so down on a gun. you buy the gotcha. gun or you put money down on the gun and that starts it. Well, this gentleman got a no. And he goes, oh, man, that that's crazy. And I go, and I asked the guy, flat out, I go, you ever been arrested before? He goes, well, 20 years ago, I got arrested for beating the shit out of my wife, but she's dead now. I go, but you still beat the shit out. I go, that does not matter. <laughs> it, it is still a felony. He goes, but it was in New York. I go, that, no, I go, but that doesn't matter. And he goes, oh, I, I, I thought that menu was done. Just, yeah, I can just move states and it takes away all my transgressions. But, no, his excuse was, she's dead. I Okay. Yeah, but you had already gotten charged with the crime. And I mean, it's just a that's why I, that's why I only batter old people because they die sooner. <laughs> so I can get I don't have a I don't have felonies on my record I, then. You know, because listen, working at a gun shop, you you deal with stupid people and you deal with sketchy people. You know, I can't tell you how many times I would say in a week process, I get at least three to four loaded guns pointed at my face. <sighs> Whether it's well, it's basically just stupid people in general. You know. Um, hey, uh, my husband just died. I want to get rid of this gun, but I don't know if it's loaded. Pointing it barrel first on my face. And uh, I can tell you one time it, it was a revolver with Hornady hollow points in it because I could see the red tip oh, in the cylinder. So uh, we also had a gentleman who he came in and, you know, you get one of those guys who being in law enforcement, sometimes you're in a store or whatever, they start asking you questions, asking you questions, and you know it's going towards a certain right. point. And I'm, I don't like people. 
I'm not a people person. People are like, oh, well, you're in the wrong business selling guns. I like the guns. I just hate the people. Yeah. You know, and I had a guy and he's asking me all these questions. Well, what if, what if, what if? And I finally said, listen, dude, have you ever been arrested for? Yes. For what? He goes, armed robbery. I go, dude, you can't be no. in the same effing room as a gun. I right. Go, you need to go. Like, you're, you're stupid. Just, yeah. You're just stupid. Yeah. Well, the, he's clearly not stupid because he knew that it was going to be a no. Like, he knew, he had to know. He And, like, people think they can talk their way around certain things. And it's like, hey, man, this isn't like a, uh, oh, I get to decide right. based on your character. No, no. This is like a background check that, Correct. like, you know, this is federal. This yeah. isn't. This isn't like, uh, you know what? You seem like a nice guy. And, okay. And that's a whole nother thing. It's like the form that they fill out is a federal form. Yeah. And, well, you know, they'll, they'll just try to get around. It's like, listen, dude, you're either going to do this or I'm not going to sell you a gun. Right. Um, we, uh, uh, I cannot remember what department this uh, officer was in. He was in my shop and he was telling me, so local department god i can't remember what department it was but he said they have a unit that once or twice a week they'll go around to the local gun shops and get their non-approvals of their background checks and if they pop up as felons they go and knock on those people's doors and say hey why were you in the gun shop yeah i think that should be every damn county i think yeah. that should be every law enforcement guess right. what why are you trying to buy a gun yeah throw them back yeah because guess what you're a felon you know you can't buy a gun. yeah you know, I can't remember what department that was. No, that, and you know what? People can, you know, there's different things you can do and, uh, you know, with getting things expunged and blah, blah, blah. And yep. you know what? People do make mistakes and certain yep. things, you know, like I, more recently I've, I've had people talk to me about, um, man, when I was, uh, whatever, 16 in New Jersey, back in the seventies, I got, I had a felony amount of weed on me or something, mm-hmm. you know, and it got, uh, it didn't get expunged. It got, uh, it got dropped or whatever, yeah. but I got charged with it and like things like that. And it's like, okay, yeah, like shit happens and laws change. Right. So yes, definitely. I think things can be relooked at, but like you just said though, some of the big ones is it, it's kind of like the whole, uh, religion thing too. doesn't matter what your religion is. Can we all get on board with, Hey, you don't just murder people. Yeah. You don't rape people. Yeah. You don't armed robbery. You don't break into people's houses. Like all of those things there, that's not going to be let okay. you say that, but then you look at California with some of the shit going on over there. But I'm just saying like in general, that's not going to be an excusable right. armed robbery is not never going to be like, Oh, never mind. You're good. He didn't really mean that. Like, right. He yeah. Didn't like, really mean that. I beat the shit out of my wife. Like, when he tells you, I beat the shit out of my wife. She's dead now. Oh, well, then that's a sorry, free his pass. exact words were, I beat the fuck out of oh, my wife. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, you know, it's really sad because the reality is, is there's so many people out there that I feel like they're, they're misinformed in a lot yeah. of ways. So they don't get a gun. Because because here's the reality is like a lot of people still can get a gun for home protection. They just can't get their concealed carry. Mm-hmm. And I think, to be completely honest, a lot of people shouldn't get their concealed carry no. 
because they're not going to, one, they're not going to properly train with it. Two, they're not going to get familiar enough with it to carry it every day. So it's kind of impractical to even like, oh, I'm going to carry it like on Tuesdays or I'm, you know what I mean? Like that, I'm just going to carry it on my birthday or, oh, I'm just going to carry it on full moons. It's like, that's, that's not realistic. But if you get one for home defense, Mm -hmm. you can absolutely justify going, I take it to the range and I practice my, like our grandma, she does that. She has one, and it's like, she ain't, I think she does carry it in her purse, though, but, like, mm-hmm. she, one of the last times I talked to her, she goes, yeah, I'm really ready for, really ready to get back out at the range and do some shooting and stuff, and I'm like, that's awesome, you know, Which, 80s. If you knew our grandma, you would, oh, my gosh. look at her, you'd be like, yeah. oh. Yeah, like, 80-something years old, <laughs> yeah. and, can't, and you're like, this should just, oh, yeah, if that, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's like, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, okay, that that's great that she wants it for protection. And I think that's, I was explaining to a guy the other day, I said, listen, excuse me, whether you get it, whether you get your concealed carrier, don't. The reality is, is you should just, you should want to be proficient at protecting yourself. And whether that is, some people do it in different ways. Some people think they can do it with a home security system, like an alarm. That's how I'm keeping myself protected. If that, if you think that that'll keep your, you know, I mean, how many people get ring doorbells now just because? Oh, that's an that's well, a lot a of normal them, thing now, right? And like a lot of people just want to see when their fucking Amazon gets mm-hmm. delivered, and you know, thank God Brad's not here; he loses his mind on that. But I'm just saying, like that that whole thing is, yeah, that whole thing is. Some people feel like that's enough, especially some people that live in like gated communities, which I, I want to stress to anyone that listens to this, which I, I can't imagine there are anybody that still listens to this that lives in a gated community that thinks this. But uh, hey, to each their own. I'm not judging, but I'm telling you right now, those gates don't do jack shit. They don't keep anybody out except police and firefighters trying to get in to help when there needs to be help. And I, I promise you that because I've seen it in countless. I remember one time where I was literally, I was responding to a fire, to a fire. And the fire department couldn't get through the gate. They ended up ramming through the gate because they couldn't get the, the knock box didn't work. The side, there's a, like a certain, uh, code. So, well, so, yeah, the codes didn't, uh, definitely didn't work, but there's certain uh, um, gates that have, it's a sensor that if it hits a high high enough pitch oh, okay. from the siren, it'll trigger the gate to open. We're air horning it, sirens, not nothing going. And by the time we got there, this trailer, because it wasn't like one of those retirement community oh, trailer okay. parts. Oh, okay. I dude, it was, I mean, it was an inferno. It was just, and thank God everybody was out of it. But it was one of those things where it was like, I'm not saying that they would have been able to save it, but they sure as fuck ain't saving it when we're delayed at the gate for 10, 15 oh, minutes geez. trying to get in. And it's like, also to anyone that does live in a gated community, um, if you pull up and there is a cop car or a fire truck in front of you or an ambulance, move. No, no, no. Let them in. Let them in. Don't sit there and sit back in your car and be like, I wonder what they're trying to do. Like, get out with your keypad or your uh, key fob or your whatever your barcode or your scanner or whatever, or you have a gate code, go type it in for the motherfucker. They're trying to save somebody. Like I, again, just like I said before, I'm not going there just to take a look around. 
All right. I'm going there because I was called there. Blows my mind. So, but to to get back to what we were talking about, what? Oh, I lost. I, I can. Call. I enjoy selling guns. I enjoy helping people. You know, get their guns. My biggest thing is, if you're going to carry a gun, don't be lazy. Don't buy a little pocket 380 pistol that you're not going to be able to hit the broadside of a barn with and carry it in your pocket. Because we just recently, I just recently had a guy who. He's been shooting guns for 30-something years. Um, he literally just shot himself in the leg the other day because he was carrying his pocket 380, and he doesn't know why it went off in his pocket. Um, it, it's a pocket gun. It's a, it's, a, it's a piece of crap gun that's it's going to happen. If you're going to carry a gun, carry in a holster. Get a real gun that you're actually going to be able to shoot with. You know, I, I've had people numerous times... I've had people on one side and people on the other side. I've had people say, oh, man, you're such a good salesman. And I've had people say, oh, you're kind of a dick. I'm not going to waste my time trying to sell you a high point gun because the paperwork's going to take me longer to fill out than it's worth. Now, I'm going to take the time to sell you a good gun because that high point, hopefully it shoots. I don't want you to come back to me in a week and be like, oh, I want to return this gun. It doesn't work. Well, that's your own dumb asshole. Right. I think though that being said it's very well I think it's also important though to like you and I've seen you talk to people like you try to educate these people on like hey yeah we sell this gun but it's just like when you go to the store and it's like you can buy the cheapest tires and you're going to have to you know you're going to get a flat or you can buy you don't have to buy the highest end tire either But a nice medium range tire, like, and that's why I think a lot of people, it's like, be honest with your intentions of what you're going to use the gun for. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be an everyday carry or is this going to be something that it's just for home defense? And that being said, in both instances, across the board, like if you're, if you're going down a checklist of requirements, the top one is reliability. Guess what? If you're needing to pull your gun, whether it's in a, in a concealed carry situation or in a home defense situation, I think everyone can agree you want the gun to be reliable. Right. You know what I mean? Because you are now either having to protect you or a loved one's life. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe let's not skimp out Correct. on the cost. If you have made the like, process of, oh man, I need a gun, whether... I understand people have budgets. If you have a $300 budget, save up another two paychecks and get that $500 gun. Right. It's going to, it's going to work. And, and it's, and it's going to, but it's going to, it's going to work. Right. But it's going to, not only that is it's, it's going to last like that. I, I, I've explained to, uh, my wife several times that, cause I don't really buy a lot of stuff for myself in regards to like my own personal things. Right. Uh, and the things that I do spend money on, uh, which isn't much, she said before, she's like, man, I don't know. That's a lot of money. And I go, yeah, but the difference is when I spend money on something, I have it forever. Like, I get there again, there's not many things that you can't have forever, but like there are some things that you will have forever. Uh, guns can be one of those mm-hmm. things. Um, tools, a lot of tools will last forever if you take good care of them. Obviously, some power tools, not so much, but in general, a lot of tools. Mm-hmm. Um, tattoos, again, I know that's more of a, a want than a need or a, 
something that you get anything right. out of, but you get pleasure out of it. So I, mm-hmm. I, I think it can be argued that, that that's also something. Again, once you have it, you have it forever. Right. So if you want good work, you pay a lot of money for good work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, that and then um, what's something? Oh, wait. I've done that. Like I've, I've, uh-huh. I've made the investment into like a nice home gym because it's like, and now that being said, uh, I had like a flat bench with freaking the straight bar and uh, 300 pounds worth of uh, oh, weight. I got it. I got it like, I think right out of high school, yeah. maybe even in high school. But that was, so that was, let's say 2005, right? Like, let's say when I graduated high, 2005, I got that weight set and I bought it from, yeah, I am old. Uh, I bought it from Sports Authority and I remember I paid like, it was something like, 360 bucks because I remember thinking like oh that's almost a dollar a pound like and because right that was and that's what I'm saying it was like 300 pounds of weight but I also got the bench which wasn't just a straight bench like you could do decline incline like it was a nice bench I think it was TSA I think was the brand and uh but that being said I just sold it like last year uh like amidst COVID because it had been sitting, like my shoulders can't do the straight bar thing anymore anyways, but uh, it had been sitting for so long, like I just hung stuff on it, like usually my vest, and I was like, I'm done with it. I sold that, the weights, and uh, granted I had bought the weight tree separate at like a uh, played against sports, mm-hmm. like that all the weights were on, which was like, I think I spent at the time I had spent like 25 bucks or 35 bucks for that weight tree. I sold all of that. I want to say for 500 bucks. So like I, I didn't even like, it didn't even hold its value. It gained value. But that's what I mean. For what you had, that's still cheap. Right. Yes, exactly. If you go to like Dick's or whatever. Oh yeah. Easily thousand bucks or more. Oh yeah. And for sure. That's probably not even counting all the weights you had. Right. The bench itself, I would, if it's under a thousand dollars, I would be very surprised. Right. And and that was the thing is I literally was selling it just to get rid of it. I just wanted it out of the garage. That's surprising. I didn't and know that. Yeah. I think I I could be wrong on how much I I'm pretty sure that's what I sold it for. But uh, I obviously could be a little off, but that's what I'm saying though, is like so there's not much that I spend that I'm not gonna eh, now that as I'm watching you pour that, I will say, uh Alcohol and cigars are probably something <laughs> that I spend beer, you know, that I spend a, a decent amount of money on that I, I don't have any. does not go to waste. No, never. Cigars and whiskey. I mean, especially, I'm, you know, hey, shut up. Um, screwball whiskey, sheepdog whiskey, or yeah, sheepdog sheep whiskey. Sheepdog, yep. You know, sponsors, whatever. Yeah, this was a, this was a gift from, uh, from Chrissy. For uh, I, Christmas, and yeah. people can say whatever they want about the oh, you drink peanut butter whiskey. That's some, that's some women shit. Guess what? I still get pretty good drunk from it. Yeah, it tastes good. The Especially only if you're smoking a cigar too. Yeah, it's sure. really. I mean, it's some of it, some that. of it is sweet, but man, it's man, it is so good. And you know what? And that was the other thing. I used to have these like, uh, I don't want to call it a fantasy. That sounds kind of dirty, but like these visions of being like, I, I want to be that old guy that's sipping on his whiskey and like because like here's the reality is even the peanut butter whiskey it's way less calories than the beer and it gives it get i know you don't (laughs) trust me and that's why you're never sleeping on the roof of your tahoe but uh anyways i think that it's 
it is a little bit like classier to have the, but it's nice to sip on the whiskey mm-hmm. when you're smoking the cigar. Like it's kind of a nice combination. So I always want, but I always wanted to just be like, oh, I wish I could just sip on whiskey. And like now I can, like even mm-hmm. bad whiskey I can sip on. I obviously don't I like really it. Enjoy it though. Right. And this, that's, that's I the can, thing. It's I like, can sit here all day long. And- right. And that, that's one of my things is like, why am I going to do it if I don't, like if I don't like it, what like what am I get really getting out of it? Like, and I I actually enjoy this. And I will tell you, just just whatever, whether it's people at my shop or you know whoever I run into at a bar, I will. Oh hey, what do you drink? I oh I like the screwball whiskey. What's that? And I'll tell them it's peanut butter whiskey. Oh really? That sounds kind of good. Yeah. If I ever see those people again, I can almost promise you, like, dude, that was good. That shit yeah. Was good. Oh, I know. And that's what I mean. Whatever. You want to call us women whiskey? I've heard a couple of people, oh, that's some women whiskey. Yep. My my girl drinks this whiskey. I, I Guess like, what? I'm a little turned on when she starts drinking right. it. I, I like the way women taste. What's wrong with women yeah. whiskey? You know oh, what I mean? Bunch of, bunch of sexist go. motherfuckers. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I think that... Uh, and the same thing with cigars. I can smoke any cigar you oh, give yeah. me. I've but that being said, yeah, I've smoked literally what my what dad and the the Las Vegas Biba because Biba Las Vegas <laughs> the Las Vegas blackjack dealer described as it smells like a burning dog turd. I've smoked that cigar. Why would I not smoke one of the cigars that I think tastes good? Like I, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I pretty much just stick with the acid cigars or Drew Estates now because I really like right. the, I like the uh, Leather Rose and uh, uh, Leather Rose and then uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, Dirty Jane. Dirty, Dirty Jane's Jane, not yeah. bad. Uh, I want to say then, Mary Jane. But well, like, no, oh, there's, right. there's uh, another one. Alice something. Something Alice, crazy Alice Which or something. Torpedo one? Well, there's a the one smaller one is a torpedo, but it's the leather rose is the one that is really good. The darker one, and that's that, a torpedo. Torpedo, so yeah. That's the one I love. Yeah, I like and that. I, of one. course, I love the acids. And yeah, the the, the like Blondie Bellicuso is my uh, go-to. It's so yeah. funny because on a normal day when I go into work, I'll when I get up, I start getting coffee ready, get the kids ready for school. I'll start a cigar. You know, Jesus. Yeah, what is I'm wrong not, with you? Listen, take a hard look at me. This is what a real man looks like. <laughs> you know, so what's a, what's a die not, early man looks like? 237 pounds, just raw man full of beard and meat. Um, anyway, I don't know about sorry. raw. That was a little, gooey, gooey man. <laughs> that was a little uh, dirty. But uh, anyway, so I'll, I'll smoke a cigar like on the way to work. And uh, what I stopped doing is because what I would do is I'd smoke it for a couple minutes out out front and then I put it out and I'll bring the scar into the shop and start my day. Well, lately I haven't been doing that because some of the guys at work are like, it smells so bad. It smells so bad in here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, it just stinks. And I go, yeah, it's you. It, it doesn't. I go, and my one buddy, he smokes cigars with me all the time. He goes, yeah, I don't know what it is, but when you put it out, it just it yeah. smells yucky. I go, Yucky. I go, it smells like what? And he goes, it smells gross. I go, no, no. Say what you said earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it smells yucky. 
Well, I told you the other day after we hung out, I uh, went to pick the girls up from dance and one of the twins gives me a hug and she goes, you smell like Uncle Logan. And I go, well, that's weird because I've been hanging out with Uncle Logan all day. And I think that's a compliment. Thank you. Uh, I don't remember which one you yeah. said, said that, but thank you. you know? Yeah. Uncle Logan loves you. Yes. Well, I think that uh, the, the cigars are great. I do hate when like... Uh, I'm wearing a hat and I forget to turn it around. Like if I don't turn my hat backwards and then I smoke a butt, like if I, especially if I smoke more than one and I'm in, like sitting somewhere, I'm not outside. My hat reeks the next time I wear it and I can't stand it. Cause I'm like, Oh, like, it, and it does, it just smells like an ashtray. Like it smells kind of sour, you know, like uh, I, I'm not, I know, okay. I know so, you're, I know you're not, uh, akin to, I'm not saying yeah. anything like that. I want you to let me get through this whole thing without you giving me shit. Oh man, so this sounds like this, co- this sounds like prom this, night. <laughs> no, just, just, let me get through this sentence before you bust my balls. Yeah. So for Halloween, me and my girl, we we watched that Yellowstone. We dressed up as Rip and Beth. So I bought a cowboy hat and everything. Um, I love the cowboy hat, and uh, my girl she loves me in the cowboy hat. So normally when we're out in the garage and we're smoking cigars, I'll put the cowboy hat on. And the kids have now figured out that any time that Logan has the cowboy hat on, it is cigar time. So I have gotten home from work. I'll go out in the garage, I'll put my cowboy hat on, I'll go inside and I'll make myself a drink and the kids will go, oh, it's cigar time, Logan has his cowboy hat on. And I'm not mad at that. Like, yeah. I love it that that's the it's, thing they see. It's kind of like the, the, the bell for Pavlo's bell that he would ring and the dogs would salivate because they know they're going to get food. I don't know who Pablo is. Okay. Not Pablo. I know a Juan. <laughs> he mows my grass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> and there's that. Just so. so it's clear, I'm very uneducated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my high school basically said, get this guy the hell out of here because he can legally drink. Okay, let's just say that. Um, I was the only eighth grader who could literally grow a beard. And, uh, I got stopped by security every time because they're like, who are you here to see? No, no, I'm a student. So let, I'm not very well educated. Um, can barely read. I'm great with shapes and colors. That's, yeah. that's what it comes down to. <laughs> Even the shapes some days give me a little trouble.